0: comprise 29% of Canada's manufacturing workforce for the past 40 years. But representation is gradually increasing as key industry players lead the change on gender equity. In an effort to show the ongoing efforts to dismantle the barriers that prevent or even discourage women from entering the industry, the Women in Manufacturing podcast will feature conversations with industry trailblazers, who will share their career advice and real-life experiences, recommend actions companies can take to recruit women and advance them in their careers, and so much more. My name is Alana Ferry and I am the host of the Women in Manufacturing podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. On the inaugural episode, I am joined by Erin Buchanan-Galinas, General Manager at Toyota Motor Manufacturing Canada Inc. based in Cambridge, Ontario, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to get to know you.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Look, looking forward to getting to chat with you.
0: I'm looking forward to it as well. And you know, Aaron, I think what I would love to know is to is kind of what your day-to-day tasks in your current role looks like and you know what you do do at Toyota.
1: Uh, so I am the general manager of manufacturing for our North plant. We have three plants here in Ontario, so I'm uh, I oversee the operations in the north. I'm also the uh, chief production manager for the second generation um, Lexus NX uh, that will be uh, launching next year um, in our North plant. Uh, my daily <laughs> my daily role is, uh, you know, obviously I oversee all of the critical production KPIs, safety, quality, cost, and productivity to ensure that we're producing. Uh, the lowest cost products with the highest quality but of course making sure that all of my team members are are safe and taken care of and that they have a they have a voice in uh, in our operations. Uh, I have a couple maybe 1500 uh, team members in my uh, in my division, Uh, so I have uh, oversight of our painting welding and assembling operations. and uh you know it keeps me busy 24 hours a day. <laughs> but I have a really great team uh, so i'm I am uh, very fortunate to to get to work with the team that I do work with.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you know, I think that, Especially nowadays, it's so much better to be busy rather than bored, and so it doesn't seem like that's an issue for you on your end.
1: That's right. I, uh, you know, having uh, the experience the lockdown and uh, everybody was at home. I, I was never home. I was here uh, in the plant every day, uh, supporting the operations and uh, trying to ensure the safety of our of our employees. So it's it's the joy of this job is that you are never bored. There is no question. that There's always a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely, and would you say that that's kind of one of your favorite things about working at Toyota?
1: Yes, my, uh, you know, the people and the culture. This is uh, this is not your average uh, automotive company. I we have a really inclusive, collaborative uh, team, and we, you know, we have the pleasure of working across silos and across different organizations in the region. Um, and it's really exciting that we're involved in so much innovation. Uh, we have a lot of patents that have come out of this, uh, this facility. Um, so I think that, you know, all of those together bring me joy every day in what I have the pleasure of doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And something that I've really kind of noticed from, you know, the automotive and manufacturing sector is that there's always... a Um, this kind of evolution and it's constantly evolving. And so on that theme of evolution, what excites you about your future in this industry?
1: Well, I don't know if you've heard, but Toyota's uh, transforming to become a mobility company. So, you know, you never know in the future what we'll be producing, whether it's, uh, it'll be people movement, but we don't know what the future holds with uh, connected, you know connected vehicles autonomous electrification projects factory 4.0 internet of everything so what i love about the automotive industry is the constant change um the, you know it's dynamic um we get to we get to focus on solving problems but it's working with people it's not working you know with uh, at a at a at a desktop which is sort of What excites me most. If it wasn't uh, getting to engage with people every day, I I definitely don't think I would have stayed in this industry this long.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, because it's not your typical nine to five job, you know, it seems like no two days are really the same in your role.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, when you're running uh, operations, uh, you know, sometimes 20 hours of a 24 hour day, you never know what, what. Could come to light at at midnight, but it's it's also you know working with the support of of the rest of the team, um, continuing to develop people and engage with people. For me, I've been in this industry for 25 years, and I can tell you, I still learn something new every day. So it's getting to be that lifelong learner is uh, is is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm really curious. Um, what did you study in school to prepare you for your career?
1: So I have a a Bachelor of Applied Science from the University of Waterloo in chemical engineering. Um, So I did the co-op program there. And then I also studied some manufacturing management courses through Kettering University in Michigan. Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, even going going back uh, before going to school, what really drew you to a career in the manufacturing industry?
1: My early studies in the co-op program Allowed me to work uh, at a various array of automotive supplier, manufacturing companies, and I've you know I, I basically fell into the excitement with 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 that co-op experience, and then was hired uh, by an automotive supplier right out of university, and then it's been uh, it's been a continuing adventure since then.
0: <laughs> Just kind of this nonstop journey.
1: That's right. Yep.
0: And what were the greatest barriers for you as you started out in your career, and what did you do to overcome them?
1: Well, I, I think uh, certainly uh, being the single female, often in a very male-dominated industry, um, you, you know, you tend to, as you know, as a young junior engineer, trying to sort of fit in so you know you struggle to feel that your voice is heard or making sure you feel valued um or that early feeling that you can't be your authentic self you need to get thicker skin to survive in manufacturing so I I came to Toyota I came to a company that would align with my values where I can be my authentic self I can be feminine I you know I can be genuine and I'm still respected uh, for my individuality um i i definitely made sure i reached out for allies and uh, mentorship to make sure that i was uh maintaining the path that i wanted to maintain um i think that's really important especially for young women and entering the industry
0: mm-hmm, absolutely and you know even though I, I mean, I personally have feel like we have made great strides for women in the industry now compared to 15, 20 years ago. But, Absolutely. You know, but even today, I'm just curious, like, do you still find challenges in your role with regards to, to your work? And, you know, even being a woman working in a traditionally male-dominated field, are there any barriers or challenges that still come up for you today?
1: I think the industry has changed dramatically. You know, we're not the... Dark, dingy, um, harsh um, environment that we were thirty to fifty years ago. Um, it, it's much more inclusive. Um, the the management are much more um, you know, inclusionary mindset ambassadors. Of course, we still have to do a lot of a lot of uh, development of our management team to to continue through this. Um, evolution. But I think as we grow more humble, empathetic leaders that are people focused and willing to be collaborative, that's how we're continuing to change the industry so that one, we can attract female talent, but more, more importantly, maintain the talent that we do attract. I mean, these are now clearly Clean and bright environments. These are state of the art uh, processes and and the latest and greatest global technologies. So it's not the you know the uh, crude languaged, dark, dirty environment that it was you know so many years ago. And I think we have to be ambassadors and promote that and really really advertise uh, those those differences.
0: Mm -hmm. I love how you just phrased that. Thank you so much. That's something that I'm definitely going to apply now in my career to be an ambassador for change. Yes. And, you know, you talked, touched on it a little bit, but I'm hoping maybe uh, you could elaborate on this. How has Toyota supported you in your journey, both professionally and personally?
1: Uh, So personally, uh, uh, Toyota supported me with a regional relocation of my family. uh, internationally but they've also allowed me to uh, take on stretch assignments uh, with other divisions areas that were you know really outstop outside of my um, area of expertise so that I could grow personally and professionally um, you know w- women uh, in general the the research shows women tend to not put their hand up for a stretch assignment um, be, until they until they f- feel that they're 100% qualified for the role so they will tend to self disqualify whereas uh males in this industry will apply for for opportunities when they only meet 50% of the qualifications and and willing to put their bravery out there and jump with 2 feet into a role so I've been trying to demonstrate that that we can do it too, and, and you can't become 100% qualified in a role until you've actually been doing it for a while. So I've had the pleasure of, of several stretch assignments in other divisions it, you know, within manufacturing and also outside of manufacturing at our headquarters. And that's allowed me wanna, not only to have visibility across the regional leaders, but to also um, expand my professional network, meet, individuals across the company and and continue to grow and I think I am very fortunate to have had those experiences
0: Mm -hmm. and it also feels like mentors really do have a huge part in shaping us into the kind of working professionals that we want to be and so I'm just curious about you know do you have any mentors who who helped you as you started out in the industry and maybe any that are still helping you today
1: yep I definitely had uh I, I I didn't feel I had this support, uh, supported mentorship with my previous, with previous automotive companies that I worked for. But w- since I've joined Toyota many years ago, I've always had uh, a mentor or several mentors, but I also p- participate in uh, reverse mentoring where I'm mentoring some other young talent so I can share some of my story, some of my insights, some of my experiences, but also learn from their perspective what it's like Uh, to be just entering the industry now. So I I think mentoring is very, very important. Um, Of course, I've had sponsors and advocates, so I I continue to try to practice uh, uh, those as well to continue to to grow the industry. And yeah, I, I really can't place enough importance on the value of mentorship.
0: Mm -hmm. And I love that point you brought up about reverse mentoring, because I feel like, you know, regardless of what industry you're in, so many people, they make it kind of their main focus to find a mentor and to have them guide you. But I feel like not enough people think about, well, how can I teach someone else? How can I uh, um, shape the the next uh, generation in this industry? And so I love that you are so open to being a mentor and you're happy to, who, uh, educate the, the next uh, wave wave of uh women in this industry
1: well i think you know i, I touched on it a little before around the more uh humble um, empathetic leadership you know i think we want to cultivate that and grow that and that comes through through mentoring of of um, other talent in the company and a lot about what people value at the end of the day you know when when i retire what do i want to be remembered for? I, I know I'm not going to ever be remembered for a project that I accomplished or, you know, a paper that I wrote, but I, I want to be remembered for how I made the people feel that I work with, that I, I, um, get to support and get to grow. I, you know, I'm, it's really important to me to grow talent that, that is going to cultivate. And again, it's, it's maybe a little selfish, but it's, it's, it's best for me and it's best for my business.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really like that Maya Angelou quote where she said, you know, people are going to forget what you said and what you did, but they're never going to forget how you made them feel. That's right.
1: She's one of my, uh, that's one of my all time favorite quotes. I I rely on that very often. And I I mentor young engineers with that same mindset because uh, when you're new in the industry, you tend to be very project focused um, and results focused. And, you know, look at this paper, look at this cool project that I just that I just released, or this patent, you know, that has my name on it. But at the end of the day, it's your people network that is more that's completely invaluable, that is really gonna, that's what's shaping the work that we do.
0: Really beautifully said, Erin. Thank you. And you know, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just really curious. Um, you know, looking back on your career from when you first began to where you are now, what ch- are some of the, like the really big changes that you have seen in the manufacturing uh, industry and, you know, even in, in terms of uh, regards to women working in the industry? What are what ch- big changes have you uh, seen or noted?
1: I mean, the physical environment has is, you know, it's it's continually transforming, but it's, you know, um, language that used to be acceptable early on is no longer you know prevalent in this industry. Um, the physical appearance of the space as we're you know we're focusing on making clean and bright um, environments. Our welding shops used to be hand um, hand big heavy welding equipment, and now it's state of the art technology with very little uh, um, sparks or or dust creation. Um, The, the, you know, the safety equipment we're much more inclusive in the, you know, the protective equipment we provide our employees is now is now more feminine more we have diverse options. Um, You know, the, the, just the workspace is more considerate of, of the different genders and what we what we need to do to make sure everybody can be successful and be their authentic self in this space.
0: And what advice would you give for women in the industry who are looking to advance to leadership positions or more senior roles?
1: Definitely. I am always advocating for, you know, putting your hand up and reaching for those stretch assignments, be brave, you know, make sure one that you're, you're actively trying to uh, have a mentor, but then with through mentorship, put your hand up, reach for a stretch assignment. Don't self disqualify for an opportunity or a project or or a role it, you know we have to encourage bravery and so i you know i don't want to use the ambassador term again but um we need to be ambassadors for women's development and more importantly women need to build each other up and not push each other down which you know was a notorious problem long ago where women were each other's worst enemies and we need to be supporting each other so that we're all uh, growing together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just so we all have a place at the table.
1: I mean, there's um, we're you know we're forecasting a, a significant um, manufacturing labor shortage, and if we aren't engaging um, women in this in this organization, we won't be able to fill our talent pool.
0: Erin, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you want to add about working at Toyota or in the manufacturing industry that I haven't asked already?
1: Toy, you know, I don't know if I've said it clearly enough, but Toyota is a really great place to work. I have been fortunate to work for this company for over 20 years. Um, I've had a load of various opportunities, both local, regionally, globally, um, that you know, we, we really want to attract the best talent in the world and that this industry, the automotive industry, is very dynamic. It's always changing. It's you know highly innovative. We're at the cusp of you know a major technical, technological transformation, and I'm super excited to get to be a part of it. And this manufacturing is not about machines, um, and and you know facilities or big buildings. It's about people. It's about getting to work with people, getting to solve technical problems. Um, being challenged on a daily basis. And and it it is, it is fun. I know mm-hmm. that sounds a bit cheesy, but it is a really fun industry.
0: You know, Erin, a phrase that I always try to apply to my work, and I really love, it's um, hustle and heart sets you apart. And <laughs> awesome. so, you know, after talking to you today, I really feel like that does apply to you and everything that you've done in your career. And I'm so thankful that I got to chat with you today and got to learn more about you. And I'm really excited to
1: see what else you do for Toyota in the future. Thank you so much. It was an honour getting to speak with you today.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Women in Manufacturing podcast. For more episodes, please visit womenincanadianmanufacturing.com.